Howdy, partners. Why don't y'all come over and take a seat? This podcast is big enough for both of us. I'm Luke Summerhays. I'm the sheriff around these parts, and I love Tauros. Yeehaw! Tauros takes its name from Taurus, the bull-shaped constellation of stars, which has been recognized by humans for at least 15,000 years. In astrology, Tauruses are stoic and strong, and also among the most sensual and sexual of all the signs. According to astrosofa.com, on the day this podcast goes live, the moon means that Tauruses are going to feel the urge to be sleepy and lazy, and today is a good day to catch up on some much-needed R&R. In keeping with a staunch Earth sign, Tauros is a big, muscular monster of a cow. Bulls are no laughing matter in the real world, as anyone who's been to a rodeo will tell you. Tauros takes the concept of the bull and splits its tail into a built-in cat o' nine tails, so it can whip itself into a frenzy any time it wants to charge at you and do some damage. The Pokemon Silver Pokedex says, After heightening its will to fight by whipping itself with its three tails, it charges at full speed. My girlfriend Shen's favourite animals are cows, so I decided I definitely needed her opinion on Tauros. I always wanted him on my team, but I never could catch him because I didn't have the patience for it. He was a Safari Zone one in the original game, right? Yeah, in Red Version. Um, but also, didn't Safari Zone take money? Yeah. Yeah, and I always had, like, not enough money for the need to save for the 84. Huh. So I never really did get him. Back in the first generation of Pokemon games, Tauros was the undisputed king of competitive video game play. A nice set of moves, and some outrageous speed and attack stats, saw it run rampant through anything and everything an opponent could throw out. Tauros didn't have a niche in the metagame, it was the metagame. While it did used to be the absolute beast, the march of time has not been kind to Tauros. Each new change to the way stats or moves operate, each new power creep with the addition of new monsters, has seen Tauros fall further and further down the tier lists. I really liked him though because he had like fire breath and fire is always something that I lack on my team because I'm really heavy water because I just like the water Pokemon a lot in the red version. Yeah, in the first generation he could learn like fire and ice and stuff. Yeah. And because the stats were a bit different then he could actually use those moves. Yeah, but I never really got to use them much because just because the Safari Zone thing. Yeah. In the anime, Ash Ketchum was the proud owner of a whole herd of 30 Tauros. They showed up here and there throughout the series, but in the West we never actually saw Ash catch them. This is because it happened in an episode which was never even translated outside of Japan, The Legend of Dratini. The episode features a Clint Eastwood lookalike Safari Zone Warden, with a habit of threatening folks with a loaded revolver. The word censorship is thrown around a lot these days, but no authority stepped in to silence this art. The studio made the sensible decision that scenes which normalize gun ownership in a comical way would be best avoided in a nation where gun violence is a major concern, despite being an outrageous and cartoonish concept in Japan. 
I don't say this often, but maybe in this case four kids should actually be applauded. Tauros has never received an evolution, baby Pokemon or Megaform, but that doesn't necessarily mean it is completely without family. In the second generation, we were introduced to Miltank, a female counterpart to Tauros. One is all female, one is all male. They share a base stat total, and a page on the Pokedex in the seventh generation, and even a farm. After meeting a whole farm of Tauros in Pokemon Sun and Moon, we are given the option to call upon a Tauros we can ride at any time. I like how Sun and Moon used the rideable Pokemon instead of having a teacher Pokemon to fly. Yeah. But I would have liked to have to have catch caught him first before. Uh, I didn't like of, just being given them. Yeah, I didn't like just being given him. I kind of agree with that. I like HMs are annoying when you have to have like the movement of the team or whatever. But it felt nice that my Pokemon were the ones I was using to like help me on my adventure. Yeah, it would have been nice, even if even if I caught him to have him in the extra riding category and yeah, just having it be your own Pokemon and not actually like, or if I could have him on my team, so like I could have him as riding Pokemon and on my team, some hmm. kind of weird summoning type of thing instead of what it has, that would have been preferable. Friend of the show, Patreon supporter and number one super fan Andrew Rice is not entirely convinced Tauros is a Pokemon. Hey Lugos Pokemon, it's me, Andrew Rice, here to talk about Tauros. So, Tauros really rides the line of being a Pokemon, doesn't it? I mean, it's a bull. It's got hooves, it's got horns, looks a bit angry, and then it's got three tails. Is that what makes a Pokemon different from an animal? That it has more tails? I mean, I think we need to really discuss the, the line between what a Pokemon is and what a, uh, a, a cow is, really. Because, uh, to me, well, I'm just a casual onlooker, this looks a lot like they've just taken a cow and decided it's a Pokemon. Which, I mean, it's not, it's not very, uh, not very helpful, is it? I mean, what, 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 why, what, what makes you decide if something is just an animal? Can you catch animals in Pokeballs? Are we sure that this isn't just someone who's got confused and thrown a Pokeball at an animal and just decided it's a Pokemon? Could we do the same with chickens? Has anyone tried throwing a Pokeball at a chicken and seeing what happens? Some food for thought for you. Catch you later. Just being a big strong animal doesn't quite cut it the way it did in 1998. But just as in the wrestling I'm still up for seeing a huge muscular man punch someone, as much as I like flips and tricks. I like a big strong cow now and then alongside weird and wonderful creatures from myth and sci-fi. Music for Luke Loves Pokemon is by Jonathan Cromie, and artwork for the show is by Katie Groves. Tauros was designed by Shigeki Morimoto. Shout out also to our supporters on Patreon, who help keep the show on SoundCloud. If you're enjoying Luke Loves Pokemon, and you haven't already, please head on over to the Twitter and Facebook pages, which can both be found at LukeLovesPKMN. From there, you can get in contact about the Pokemon we'll be covering next, Magikarp and Lapras. 
I'd love to hear from you about any monster, so please say hi. I love Taurus. And remember, I love you too.